Good morning, fantasy football, or whatever time you're listening. doesn't really matter because it's fantasy football time. I'm your host, Robert Imes. Welcome into the Dynasty 401. In the studio today, I got Jeff. Told you I'd get him back in here, a.k.a. Geek underscore Mill, the fantasy futurist. What's up, Jeff? Hey, what's up, Robbie? I was absent last yesterday. Got a little, <laughs> little too sleepy. But, you know, hey, back in here today and really excited to talk about uh, more fantasy football and very exciting Thursday night football game. Yes, I, I think Jared might be sleeping. I, I think <laughs> you guys be. took turns. <laughs> we do. You know, we're on shifts. You know, I'm like, listen, you know, I got you this morning, bro. You know, don't worry. Hey, take 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 a little extra Z's on me. <laughs> there you go. Such a nice guy. All right, yeah. guys. We're going to uh, be talking about Thursday night football. We're going to look at the rankings so far. Where these players are averaging uh, when it comes to points. If Maybe it's time to make a move for these guys because, look, um yeah trading time is going to be done here soon you got yes. a couple weeks uh well this is week eight two weeks two weeks yeah i think i'm pretty sure your trade deadlines are going to be done here week 10 week 11 so if you're going to make any moves now's the time to do it um go look at those teams that are down go look at the rankings in your league there's going to be a team that's at the bottom that's going to have like one stud because, I mean, they got maybe like one or two wins. They've been kind of hanging in there. Go grab one of those studs. And if you're really looking bullish, dude, trade that pick. Trade that first-round pick. Trade that second-round pick. Whatever you got to do to get yourself just a little bit more off the top. I mean, you want that win this year. You don't want that win next year. Mm-hmm. Next Absolutely. year, we can get it. Next year, we can worry about it on the offseason. Right now, we got this dub to go get it. You have, if you have the players on your roster, and hey, look, stuff happens, man. You know, you can, you know, my in my home league, our back-to-back champ, he's zero and seven, and it's just stuff happens. You know, like you, you don't, you got to adjust. You have to adjust. You have to adjust and make trades. And uh, if you, like you said, Robbie, the best way to do that is look at the rankings, look who see see who needs people, especially with injuries and just the way things have gone, and you know. Help them out for now and for the future in Dynasty and trade those picks away and get you some good role players that are going to come on. Maybe if someone has like the Cordell Patterson that's just helping to win titles, those that you know are going to be league winner players. We're going to talk about those that are coming up in the ranks. Yeah. You know, this is like you said, Robbie, this is the time, you know, go a little extra sometimes if you feel like you need to, you know, it's time. sometimes you got to give up a little bit more to get what you need so uh maybe we could talk through some trade scenarios uh, maybe a little bit later in the episode so but yeah now's the time yep uh let's look at uh trending up right now let's check out these players real quick before we dive into thursday night game <clears throat> so we got boston scott he's out there available rostered about 34 percent of the leagues you know uh, we like Kane. uh we like kenneth gainwell and i think he's just going to continue to get more work um Boston Scott, he's been tried. He's been tried multiple times, and it's not happened. So I think this getting touchdown was just a fluke. That should have been Kenneth Gainwell's. Mm -hmm. Totally. Without that touchdown, it's nothing but mediocre, mediocrity for that day. But they're going to trade some time off time here. Uh, And Miles Sanders is not, like, all the way out of it. 
either. You know, like he's going to get back in here. He's only week to week. So uh, they'll just be cautious with him. But uh, it's Kenneth Gainwell still for me in here but I'm in this backfield. Uh, Roger, Co- <clears throat> not Roger Cobb, Randall Cobb. I don't know if <laughs> Is you that guys. Aaron Rodgers Cobb? Aaron yeah. Rodgers Cobb? Yeah, it, it's Aaron Rodgers and Cobb put together. Yeah, Rogers, <laughs> Rogers Cobb this weekend. Um, I mean, there's just going to be a connection between Aaron Rodgers and Randall Cobb. Yeah. There is no Alan Lazard. There is no Devontae Adams. To throw it out there for tomorrow night's game, you got the Packers and the Cardinals. That's going to be a good one. Yes, it, um, is. it would be a little bit better if there's Devontae Adams out there just to give the Cardinals a little bit more, a little bit more of a problem. But let's yeah. see. But every Yo, primetime I'm- game has been pretty decent. That's I would true. say the only one that wasn't that exciting was uh, just this last one we had. What was it? The Seahawks and the Saints. I mean, yes. nah, not yeah. very exciting. No, <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, the Browns and the uh, Broncos on Thursday was even a little bit better than that Monday night game. Oh, most definitely. Mm-hmm. So talking about these Packers, Amari Rogers, I think he might be a sneaky play this weekend. What do you think? I've liked Amari Rogers ever since he balled out at the senior Reese's Senior Bowl uh, this past year, and he came in and he was like, I believe he was one of the forgotten receivers from Clemson. Like, you know, you had like he was just in the mix there, and he just he did he did very well, but you know he wasn't like a household name. But he balled out the Senior Bowl, got his draft capital up. Uh, then ended up in a great situation with the Packers because they didn't have anybody else besides, and clearly anybody else besides Devontae Adams. So I was like, oh man, this is the prime opportunity for him to be in. And now it seems like this might be where if you stashed him in rookie drafts and you spent that last third, fourth pick, this is going to pay off. You might want to consider starting him if you're like really desperate for a start. I know this isn't quite the bye week as last week, but uh, if you might have to deeply flex him, deep leagues, that's the only way I would do it. But uh, he's a good stash. Good, for good DFS play out there. Great DFS. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Add him, add him in there. It'd be sure. cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great talent. So, um, I want to talk about Brandon Bolden real quick. I mean, he's been doing some stuff here, but it, he's 31. I don't I – don't, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And this was the only big game that he's had again, and that was against the Jets. So I'm not too concerned about him while uh, the trending. I'm not really interested in him. Uh, somebody I am interested in, and I, I don't know why I forgot, um, but Dawson Knox is out. Mm-hmm. So if you need a tight end, go pick up Tommy Sweeney. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to be the guy now for um, Josh Allen. Sweeney had one catch. One yard. Yeah, that was in week six, and he got the touchdown. Um, that's kind of the only time we've actually really seen Tommy Sweeney. We haven't really seen him in action a whole lot. Looking back at um, his older years, last time that he's had a kind of, I guess, a fuller workload, um, oh. it was back in 2019. Week 17, five catches um, with five targets for 76 yards. So... We haven't seen him in a while, but if you need a dart throw, your, your your team is your matchup is looking tougher than you know what you're wanting to do. Tommy Sweeney might be a good throw out there. Yeah, but 
<laughs> I would I would say that with caution because we don't know what he's done 100%. There could be a bolstered workload for Stefan Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, and uh, Cole Beasley. So there could be more work for them and not as much for Tom Sweeney. But for him to get the touchdown uh, week six before they went on their bye is a good showing um, for this notion that he could get more work. Does that make sense? <laughs> I, yeah, no, it does totally. I, I, did, I, because of the way that Josh Allen has targeted Gus Mack, which I was way wrong on in regards to like him coming in. He was a little bit of a sleeper in regards to tight ends uh, providing some value. Way on off on that, but, but Josh Allen has targeted the tight end. I'm personally not doing anything with Tommy Sweeney just yet. I just want to see what. You know, if if, if you're desperate, you, you, the, you need a tight end. You don't got nothing. If you do, Mark Andrews is on by this week, so he might be stuck. Because that's where you put your capital in for your, your, you know, your thoughts in for your roster build for tight end. You're like, okay, I'm just going to do this. Wait until whatever week. You know, week it was eight. nice that they trusted him with the goal line look, and he got yes, it. That's that's his one point. target. He caught it for sure. He caught it, and he got the touchdown. So that's all and that matters. He got really. the, yeah, that's all yeah. that matters. So plus they play Miami. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. You know, not bad, not a bad matchup at all. They're going to, you know, he could just sneak here and get two touchdowns and return the value just that week. So, yeah, if you're needy, you could do throw it out there uh, with caution. I don't know. Tommy Sweeney sounds like a guy that runs the deli down the street. You know, uh, he sounds kind of like one of those serial killers, Tom Sweeney. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, we're in spooky season. So, yeah, that makes sense. Ooh, there you go. All right. Let's get into this Packers and Cardinals game. Uh, six and one Packers versus seven and Cardinals. Go ahead, you go first. Who is your favorite player out of this uh, matchup? Both out of this matchup, okay. give me your top three guys that you're starting. Okay, top three. Oh my goodness. Oh well, Alan Lazard for real was going to be one of mine because um, he. Uh, I was. I'm stashed him everywhere in regards to rosters. I've talked about him a lot. He's futuristic approved in regards to the, a waiver this pickup until he received the COVID designation and he's in protocols. protocol. So uh, he's not going to, he, for the week that you would need him for the waiver wire priority, he's not going to even be available. So it's just like, and now he, now he's more of a, just a stat. Now he's just a stat. Favorite players out of this week. Obviously it's QB one, 2021 Kyler Murray. And it's just, he's, carried my team so far extremely well uh this season and uh you know i came in you know he was my number one pick uh for in a lot of drafts just wanted to make sure that i had him secured up uh queued up especially for superflex rosters uh considering what the qb landscape looks like now i mean i'm very confident that if i can only start one qb in my superflex that it's kyler i can get that base almost of like 29 28 to 30 points and you know, I'm a little concerned with these fumbles and like things that are going on now, but uh, and I think we're going to see that tonight. So like, temper a little bit expectations. I think the Packers defense is going to be um, a little bit rough, more rough on him this uh, for this game. But uh, you may not, you may not get the explosion, but it's going to be an exciting game. So who knows? They all they've all been great. So Kyler Murray for sure. Um, Aaron Aaron Jones. You know, this is where you know Devontae Adams out. Alan Lazard out, guess where Target gets to go to? Aaron Jones. He's going to catch so many ba- passes out of the backfield. It's going to be unbelievable. I think um, Jones and Dylan are both going to eat it up. Yeah, same. 
Yeah, absolutely. I do have, you know, in leagues where, you know, I didn't get Jones or I didn't get like a Dalvin Cook. I decided to get a, a Madison or a Dylan. These are, this is why you drafted them too, because you knew you could play them both. Uh, say if you had them both, let's say. you They can both be valuable in the same week and provide a lot of value, especially in PPR. So that's why, you know, I'm really excited for Jones and Dylan. You're right, exactly. So, and uh, the third one now, who wasn't on my radar and talking about tight ends, uh, Robert Tanyan. Uh, mm. he, he hasn't been uh, like super great, I don't think, so far. Like, you know, tight end university great, uh, you know, coming into this offseason. But last week was really good. You know, five targets, uh, four catches, and he got the touchdown. Uh, maybe that's all you need is that come on game, and then you're ready to go. And it's, and it's not like he's not going to be targeted. I mean, you know, four weeks ago, he had seven, you know, and it's just going gonna to depend on how, uh, you know, the game goes and your game uh, plans. But this is going to be a shootout. I mean, there's going to be points. There's going to be points scored everywhere, you know. It's in Arizona. I mean, come on now. Robert Tanyan can't get off in this game, especially if you need a tight end. Like, I'm trying to get Robert Tanyan, I'll have to check my label, for – uh, to replace Mark Andrews because I have him on by uh, on by this week. So, Mark uh, Robert Tanyan, he's a smash start this week for me. Like, go ahead and start him in your tight end spot and get that early jump on points for the week. Yeah, Tanyan wouldn't be bad. I think he'll get you. I think he get like eight ten points. I think yeah. he wouldn't do too bad. Um, Zach I mean, I'm just saying, no, that's all you need sometimes with your tight right. end. You know what I mean? Like to get that, you know, you go, you go in situations your tight end can put up literally a dud, you know? Um, so, depend, you know, if they pull him in the block most of the game. So, like, you know, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm saying. And I think I'm just going to be a little bit more bullish on it. I think he gets a touchdown as well in this game and a little bit more targets than he did last game. If they start going up. Hmm. That's for me. Um, you know, the defense is tough. So I'm just saying. Throw out a little bit piece of news: DeAndre Hopkins is uh, has registered no practice activity. Uh, mm-hmm. That was yesterday. That was a hamstring. He's got a hamstring kind of injury. He's non participant for Tuesday. So we'll be keeping our eyes out on that one. Um, if that's the case, that's going to be a bigger boom there for Zach Ertz, AJ Green, and Christian Kirk, mm-hmm. and the others. Totally agree on across the board there for sure. Um, you, Robbie, how are you feeling about Rob? Well, go into your players. I'll let you go into your players. I was just going to talk about Chase Edmonds and James oh, yeah. Conner. What's your question? Well, I was going to ask, uh, you know, what's your thoughts on Rondell Moore, really, in this offense? Do you think he's uh, – I mean, Christian Kirk, they, they're just really gelling as a whole offense. And now Kyler's like, well, I can pass anybody now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, if I had to choose Christian Kirk or Rondell Moore, you know, who, which one do you prefer? Uh, I I think it has to be Christian Kirk. I mean, he's more the veteran presence. Let me look at the snap percentages between the two. Rondo Moore has been, over the last two weeks, has been in for 50 to 55% of the snaps. Uh, Christian Kirk uh, at 85-72 last two weeks. So Mm -hmm. uh, Kirk's got a little bit more of the edge here. If, Like I said, if Hopkins out, then, you know, we could – we're going to see a little bit more, obviously, for Rondo Moore. It's just causing an effect. Um, but, yeah, I, I would much rather have Christian Kirk rest of the season. Okay. Yeah. 
I just want to find out that uh, I'm not in that particular situation, but you know, I'm just trying to think about like, cause you want a piece of this offense, like who I should go. Oh, with. I have, I have lots of AJ green that I picked off of waivers. Yeah, have I cheap. played him? That's, no. That's a, yeah. Right. I think that was a nice pickup dude. Mm-hmm. Just waiting to maybe throw him out there in the trade, but he hasn't really been popping off, but, but looking at the Cardinals rest of the season after their bye week 12, you got Chicago, Rams, Detroit, Indy, Dallas. Last uh, five games, four games there, weeks 13 to 17. And they're all green. So, I don't know. Some of those teams are actually kind of harder than what they want to say it is. Chicago's, I guess, kind of not as strong as what they used to be. Yeah. Rams are good. Lions are iffy. Colts have been putting on a tear lately. Mm-hmm. And Dallas has been showing up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So, yeah, but, but uh, yeah, they're going to score points, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Zach Ertz is going to continue to do what he's doing. Um, was really nice to see him this last week. But yeah. welcome back, Zach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys that I'm interested in playing be Kyler Murray, Aaron Jones, Hopkins, if he's in, um, <clears throat> Zach Ertz. Hmm. I have Chase Edmonds, James Conner. I do flex them out. They would be good flexes. Those are flexes. Uh, okay. Dylan would be a more of a desperation flex. Um, he could get some work out there, but I'm not not positive that he's going to get a bunch of work because we didn't see him get as much as we've seen uh, back in week six. But he could have a week four game and get 15 carries on only 40% of snaps. If the, if the Packers want to beat the Cardinals, they got to run. They go, they have to run the ball. Yeah, they don't yeah. have a whole lot of wide receivers right now, so they got to eat that clock down and score touchdowns every drive if yeah. they want to win. Yeah, and and yeah, with Adams out, because that was your that's your guarantee to, of uh, the fast start that they get. They throw a couple of Adams or something like that, one or one or two, and they're out. Mm-hmm. They're off, and you know, what I mean, then they can run the ball. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dylan is. Uh, you know, I. I just don't. I don't want to go ahead that if I have like if he's like my only running back that I have available, I'm trying to like figure out something else because oh I yeah, step up in that situation or you know what I'm saying. So yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, he's gonna have a little bit of value here. But Aaron Jones is gonna go. I think he's gonna really need to go because I have to run it. All right, let's look into um. We're just going to be a little bit longer on this episode. We're going to look, start looking into the rankings here, uh, where these players are at, and start giving our thoughts on if this is going to continue or if any one of these guys are going to be able to come up at all the rest of the season. Because uh, we're already about halfway there. Halfway there. Living halfway that's hey, there we go. all this morning. I'm glad you guys made that call <laughs> and heard that sweet, sweet music. There get you go. Get, your, get you hyped for Thursday Night Football. <laughs> Let's talk about leaders. Yeah, uh, go on, depending on your scoring format, this is uh, PPR. Tom Brady, number one. Like I said, depending on your scoring format, he might be in a different spot uh, depending on your scoring. But Tom Brady so far has been lighting it up. Yeah, Lamar Jackson closely behind. Uh, you got Jalen Hurts, number three. Kyler Murray, number four. 
Mahomes number five, which Mahomes, I want to talk about Mahomes. Okay. Patrick Mahomes is more like Patrick Apartments. I don't know what is going on with oh. him. He is getting he is getting the points. They're throwing the ball a lot. Um, do you have any concern for Patrick Mahomes? I mean, I guess his fantasy is good. It's just the Chiefs themselves aren't doing as hot. First of all, you already won like ton of the day with Patrick Apartments. I can't believe you just said that. That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> Not even Jeff Goldblum can get uh, someone to rent these apartments right now. No, I'm kidding. No, uh, I'm just not concerned about Mahomes. I'm just like, um, you know, there's just some other folks that are in the fa- in fantasy right right now. They're just popping off really, really well and doing really well. And, um, you know, I think I've talked about this before, but I think this Chiefs offense particularly looks a little just t- exhausted. You know, back run the run it back exhausted type of situation. Um, and Kelsey on his way, you know, towards that, you know, twilight of his career at the end of his career here, you know, Tyreek Hill has really been banged up, but he shows up every game, but it's just like, he doesn't have any, for Mahomes, he doesn't have a, a, a huge variety of different options. Now he has other good role players around him with Pringle, Demarcus Robinson, Darren Williams has been really good since he's come in for CEH, but even people are still down by CEH. So I don't know. I'm not like, I'm not telling everybody to drop them or anything, but it's just like, you know, there might be matchups where you're just like, you know what, if I have a better option or a better matchup with a quarterback, maybe I'll throw him. That's me. That's mm-hmm. me. Um, one of the guys, he's down here at quarterback 28 right now. Tua Tungvalu. Ooh, yeah. Tuna. He needs, I, I really believe he's going to get himself back up to where he should be. Um, I think if he would have continued and not have gotten hurt. Mm-hmm. I think he would be a lot higher in the rankings right now, but I believe two is a good buy to go get. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to just continue what he's been doing. And if you need a quarterback, you're hurting at quarterback. I think he's a good one to go make a move for. And I don't think he's going to be too much, especially with um, the Deshaun Watson trade news, which I really, really do not believe he's going to get traded. I really don't see why they would trade him. Yeah. Uh, that's I, probably just to keep the it's, fire it's not, going on that. Yeah, I would imagine. It, it's nothing that Tua's doing. Yeah. I haven't really seen Tua make any bad plays. I mean, oh, he's right. moving around, making connections. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think that's happening. <clears throat> no. Uh, I couldn't see it, especially what he's shown you in the last couple of weeks here, just as a, just as a gutsy quarterback. You know, just as a quarterback that you're like, okay, I want you to lead my team. But also, like, for fantasy uh, rosters, he's been, you know, he's been good. And I think he is a great buy low right now. As you mentioned, if you're needing a quarterback, and he has some good matchups here with Houston uh, and the Giants uh, later in the season. He doesn't have a buy until week 14, so you're going to be solid there. Uh, you know, and he has a great rapport now with Jalen Waddle coming on, you know. Maybe if Devontae Parker can get healthy and stay on getting this mix, uh, he can join the you know the fun here. They just got to get something going with their running game to help him out, and then they can do something. But geez, you know, because that's awful. Uh, but he's got Gesicki, he's got Waddle. I think he's a great buy low. I would I would do I would make that trade. Uh, I would try to make I would try to go for like a if you have Mike Davis and you want to try to get a quarterback like and someone needs a running back just. 
that would be one I'd happily offload. I don't know if anyone would really take him that much, but, you know, Mike Davis or uh, Gaskin, even, you know, wide receiver wise, maybe somewhere in the middle of, uh, you know, role player type to get him. But yeah, he's a good by law. Mm. Um, quickly will be the last section here. Let's look at, um, is there any other quarterbacks real quick that you have uh, the last five so far here? Yeah, Matthew Stafford at six, Josh Allen at seven, Joe Burrow at eight, Derek Carr at nine, Herbert at 10, then you got Rodgers at 11, and Dak Prescott down at 12. Yeah. If anybody is a good buy right now, I think also Derek Carr. Rest of the season um, is pretty green, pretty green, and he's been doing pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, him, you know, Kirk Cousins is in, is in there, but I'm going to go with your boy Carson Wentz too. I, yes. I really like what I saw on Sunday for real though. Carson Wentz is a go get him right now. Bro. He, he's coming back. Mm-hmm. It's like I said. Um, let's see. Any other quarterbacks? Nah. Yeah. No, Run- uh, I, I would sell ones. I would sell Kirk Cousins. Um, someone's I've been got, offered uh, Justin Herbert a lot for some reason. I mean, it's like Justin Herbert for like Kyler Murray or Aaron Rodgers or something or Tom Brady, but mm-hmm. um, Matt Ryan, I would I would try to sell off because he's been looking great, and you can sell him off and saying like, hey, look, yes, Pitt's coming on now. And yeah, uh, I would hold I would hold on Ryan Tannehill though. I think he's coming on strong. Uh, three guys I would definitely go make a move for uh, running back wise, younger guys. Javante Williams, Michael Carter, and Kenneth Gainwell. I, I want I want all three of those guys. If you can get them, or one of them, I would definitely get them because uh, rest of the season they're they're gonna start to pop off. Michael Carter is already starting to do it. He's already starting to get the role there. And pull up his stats real quick. Kenny Gain- Kenneth Gainwell is my my favorite. You guys love Antonio yeah. Gibbs, right? You like Daryl uh, Daryl Henderson. Kenneth Gainwell, you're going to love too. I mean, how could you not want to get him on your roster to try to win the season? It's beyond me. He's he's the smash. Like, he will win a season if you pick him up or trade for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like Kenneth Gainwell. Then, I don't know, it's hard between Kenneth Gainwell and Javante Williams. Yeah. Uh, Michael Carter would be, I guess, be the two, and then Williams and mm-hmm. uh, Gainwell are 1A, 1B. <clears throat> yeah, probably. But we'll get into more of the running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends um, this week. Tomorrow we'll start diving into who to start for week eight. Got a lot of games to cover. We'll cover the first half up to the afternoon games, and then we'll cover the last five games um, on Friday. You know what? I'm going to skip my shift, my, my snooze shift tomorrow. And I'm, I'm going to be here tomorrow, too, with, with no lunch. Yes. All right, bet. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for making that call. Like I said, you can follow Jeff on Twitter at geek underscore mill. He's got a podcast, a fantasy futurist. I know this podcast is fantasy futurist approved. It's so you guys go go check out his podcast too as well. Uh, Jarrett will be back on tomorrow. He just said he woke up, so that's no problem. We'll get (laughs) we'll get him we'll get him on tomorrow. yeah, guys, and you can follow him at Goat Rush One. We don't spell it out here; we say we it. We say it. And and if you're wondering why we say that, it's because it's Goat Rush One, just the number one. You don't spell it out; we just say it here. 
<laughs> all right, guys. You guys have a good rest of your day, and we'll see you all tomorrow. Take it easy. Peace.